from around the world and hiding inside some of that brown gunk at the bottom of the garbage can? This is Paranormal One. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is part two of our paranormal road trip. Uh, last week, Steve and Josiah talked about their amazing trip to Missouri State Penitentiary. And this time I'm going to give you an update on what happened with my trip to um, Post Town School in Ohio. So sit back, enjoy, and of course at the end we will list all the different ways you can get in touch with us. If you'd like to comment on this or learn more, hang in at the end, and of course you'll get all that stuff then. So, you know, you guys went to uh, went to your location with a group. Uh, same with me. I was invited by the Northern Illinois Crypto Research Society. Ha, Michelle, I got it right. Um, I, I, I did a, a little live thing from there and I mangled the name up, but I did get it right eventually. Um, this time I read it off the Facebook page, so I knew I had it right. But uh, basically, it's it's a, everybody I, I've met in the past, or just about everybody, I've, I've known them for Heck, 10 years, most of them were, <laughs> they, they came out to Conover and did the first investigation there, the first group. So, um, so it, it was great to get back together. We went to Post Town School, um, that is located in Ohio, uh, and, and now the, the name of the little town is, here, here we go, Middleton, Ohio, <laughs> is where Post Town School is. And it was about the same distance for me, it was like six hours uh, to get there by myself actually coming back was a faster trip it seemed but hmm. maybe a little bit different um circumstances around that than you guys had yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, the, the school um it's been closed for a number of years now it opened up in i had everything ready and then we started talking about other stuff and now i've lost a page um yeah eight you know all the, all the town from 1818 uh the school's open in 1937 but uh, before that, uh, there were a couple uh, railroad accidents, train accidents that happened nearby. Uh, one was in 1890. Uh, there, were, there were a few people killed in that. But in, what was it, 1910? I'm sorry, 1890. Yeah, 1891 was the first accident. Uh, then, yeah, 1910, there was a really bad accident. And, and this is coming up, the school. School has a website, uh, posttownschool.com, P-O-A-S-T-T-O-W-N school.com. Uh, so they've got they've got some pretty cool stuff on the, on the website, uh, including a, like a video walkthrough of the place. But uh, the second train accident on July 4th, 1910, um, there was a, a, a train scheduling snafu, a detour, um, lots of the a lot of confusion turns out uh, two trains collided 
All passengers in the two cars closest to the engine either died or were seriously injured. Jeez. And there were 19 deaths at the scene. Uh, and, and, but eventually 36 people died. Wow. And even though it didn't, you know, that they, you know, it, it wasn't, uh, the, the school wasn't there, they used the land where the school was eventually built as a triage area. Okay. So, um, lots of, you figure dead and dying people. Yeah. Were laid out on this ground. Uh, literally, their blood was spilled into the soil. So, um, it, you know, if we're looking at a reason why this place could be haunted, bingo, there you go. Uh, and of course, still the train tracks run run by there. Uh, there's there, there's some water running through the town. And, uh, hey, a school that was <laughs> there for so long. And all the energy that's associated with that. So, um the school and i'm trying to guess here i I haven't seen exactly i I would generally guess the school is probably um and and i'm doing this entirely based on knowing how big conover is maybe 30 to forty thousand square feet the building it it, it make is about triple the size of ferrar okay okay so you guys have been there um or at least steve i know you've been there yep so really really good size place um it too was a big brick building that holds the heat really well at night (laughs) so it was only 90 degrees there and not quite as humid as you guys had it um plus on location there are actually two air-conditioned areas that you can access nice nice yeah, one is the apartment where you where you can stay, and they've got five beds in there, uh, as well as and then like a big couch, a couple couches, um, and then there's like a a gear room or like a base area that is also air conditioned. So it it was nice to you know you go out, you sweat, you get soaked, you come in, dry off enough. And then go back out and do it again. <laughs> but <laughs> it was nice at least to have a little bit of that um, coolness to, to get a break. We were there for two days. We went from uh, uh, Sunday afternoon until uh, Tuesday morning. We were, we were ready to go. And uh, the it, it, I'll tell you what, it's really the really great thing is that where you park, you, the doors are right there. And you unload your stuff and you are like inside your just it, it's real easy. Like the, the area where, where you where you can set up, it's right inside the doors. So it was easy loading and even better real you know, loading up when or I should say easy unloading and really easy loading the cars back up after you're done because, um, you know, you're ready to just pack up and get out at, at some point. Um, the. And, and just to throw this out there too, there, there was, they do advertise different things. Like, the, for example, they're moving some of the rooms around. So if somebody had been there like within the last year or so, it's probably different than the way it was. Just, just as far as the, the layouts of like the apartment, so 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 called apartment, um, in the shower area, which is kind of nice to halfway through pop in and get yourself cleaned off a little bit the, but um, this wasn't like the uh the gymnasium showers or the the boys locker room showers was it <laughs> no okay just checking <laughs> not exactly no um no it was better than that okay the, you know, the ones at ferrar 
well, or just every gym of every school or oh, every locker room. Oh, no, room no, no. Okay. Actually, that 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 would have been pretty nice. Um, they're in the middle of renovating some things. Okay. And as a result, uh, let's just say some of the spots aren't. You know, it, it, it's not a Holiday Inn. Okay. <laughs> Is it even a Motel yeah. Six or? <laughs> it's 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 a ghost hunt with a shower. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll we'll just say that. Sure, but sure. Um, you know, if if somebody's going to try to book an investigation, make sure that you ask and clarify what's going on because as things progress as things change you know there might be a month where things are kind of out of service as things are being moved around one of the really weird things though um the, the guy that that owns a place with his wife uh daryl and, and if you've seen him on because he's been on uh ghost brothers and i think he pops up on other shows once in a while he's 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 a genuine guy he's <laughs> he's he's pretty cool uh, he used to, he, he was like attacked in his bed one night. He was thrown out of his bed and there are like these pictures of his head all cut up. We, wow. Either where he was hit or where he hit his head. <laughs> so uh, it, it turns out at the time, the room that was his bedroom is now that base camp room. So um, it was kind of weird being in there, but it, it felt fine the whole time we were in there. <laughs> Um, there's a, a refrigerator available and a microwave even has like a Keurig machine in there. Lots of room to spread stuff out. Uh, if, although, have you guys ever seen Apollo 13? Yes. Okay. So like they're coming back and they have to like turn all the things on in a certain order mm-hmm. or otherwise they'll like blow the circuits out or something or cause an overload. Okay. That's kind of how that room is. You know, you, you, if you're running the DVR with the microwave, you might blow it. <laughs> okay, if you if you you, you you sort of have to watch what you turn on when. Yeah. But uh, still, it, it, it's great to have it. It was it was a nice experience. Um, so, you know, if, if you're thinking about going, just double check before you go and make sure what's there. But you know, in all, it it wasn't. It, it was really nice to have the air conditioning at least to oh, yeah. sleep in too, which was fantastic. But, uh, you know, again, two days, there were uh, six of us there, which was kind of weird because we've all we all commented on it, commented on this, that, that we would be sitting together, all six of us and kind of looking around like, who's missing? Uh, yeah, it seems like there should be somebody else in here. Um, that, that, that happened several times when mm-hmm. we, we started joking about it. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of odd because, I don't know, just it, it, it seems strange. Uh, th- but. The schools, it was a tip, your typical elementary school, uh, you know, gymnasium, nurse's office, boiler room, cafeteria, stuff like that. And I guess sort of just to like do a, a in my head instead of we did, you know, in two days, you kind of lose track of everything that happened. So I guess maybe just in, in my head, I'm going to walk through the school and, and think about what happened in the different areas. And uh, one, well, maybe I'll, I'll jump ahead. But Michelle, who was sort of running running the show here, she on uh, the, the 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 first morning we we were there, like you know, second day, she did a uh, Zoom call with with a psychic, hmm. and was walking through the school trying to hide any 
evidence of what what the location was, where it was, things like that, just to sort of get her blind read on it. And uh, she really gave a lot of really good information. One of the things she talked about, and so I'll refer back to it from time to time, as far as the psychic said this, the psychic said that. But um, she said that most of the anything in the, like involving the kids in this school was probably residual. And the active stuff, she, I, and I'm try, I, I think at one time she did say like, she did say trains, but she talked about like buses, buses and trains. Yeah. Buses and trains. I'm like, well, okay, you've, <laughs> you're pretty good here. You got these things. Um, I've heard, I, I, before going, I was listening to some different podcasts that of people who had been there. One of the things they brought up that I heard a couple of times was that there may be some type of like an elemental presence there. So something that's attached to the land, something that like never walked the earth as a human. Okay. Interesting. Uh, that, that that could be part of it too. Uh, the psychic also pointed out an area as being a portal. So that could also have something to do with the different types of energies and presences that are in the building and why it might change and why once in a while you might get kids but uh she she really didn't feel that the kids were an active or intelligent part of the haunting there they the any of the school kid stuff was just residual hmm. but uh, as, as you walk in pretty much the first thing you run into is uh the boiler room and in that area, we got some really cool spirit box activity or, or, or responses. Um, a couple of us felt touched. Um, Amanda felt like a, something grabbed her elbow. Hmm. Like, like, like she's like, hmm, feels like something's touching my elbow. And then she felt the fingers wrap around. <laughs> Went, Ooh, wow. definitely something. Uh, and I felt something just lightly touch the back of my elbow while we were doing the, uh, oh, and I can't think of the name of it is where you put the, the, you put the spirit box, the headsets on. decision. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I, I felt something while I was doing that. Uh, and she actually felt something then too, like something was like right up behind her during that session. But during a regular, regular spirit box session, we had uh, a bunch of really good responses. Uh, one even said expulsion. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so uh, not a word you hear coming out of anything a lot. But uh, yeah, especially in a school, that was kind of wild. Uh, in this boiler room, there was a guy, I guess, who was being, uh, this wasn't with our group, but with another one, he was being kind of uh, belligerent and provoking a bit. And uh, it seemed like he was a pretty good-sized guy. He got lifted up and thrown Jeez. in there. Yeah. Wow. So we were kind of careful how we played that one, you know, for obvious reasons. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but, but, you know, we, we got, we got some interesting responses while, while doing that. So that was kind of, that was kind of cool. Um, there was a, a, an area, uh, they, the, the team had DVR set up and they moved them a couple times through, throughout the night and, and, um, nothing really super jumped out as far as when anybody was observing on those. But in the basement, and that's where the, the cafeteria is, and even part of the gym. So I felt like I just, I, I closed my eyes as I was walking through, and I, 
heard something. Hmm. Might be behind me, but might have just been my imagination. I hope. <laughs> kitty um, cat or or a spirit? No. Maybe a kitty cat spirit. It could be. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, in the basement, like I said, the, the, the horrible, horrible, horrible sound contamination in the front part of the building. And that's due to what, Mike? Traffic. Um, uh, uh, yeah, traffic up and down. Okay. It seems that on a Sunday evening, there's nothing better to do in Middleton, Ohio, than to ride back and forth in front of uh, the okay. school. I, I. It was just crazy that the sound was right in. Plus, it was hot, so the windows were open. Some of the windows were open. That didn't help much. Um, so, uh, in, in the basement, there's one room that's pretty well secluded. And it's called the, I believe, the dry goods room, we were calling it. There was something else we started calling it by accident, and it kind of stuck. And then you have to like kind of shake your head loose to <laughs> get it out of that mode. But, uh, yeah, can, it was dry goods, say, dry storage. Can you repeat on air what that what that nickname was for the room or not? <laughs> well, I, I think it was like, because it was like the dry goods room, and somebody started, started calling it dry storage. Okay. Yeah, so actually, unfortunately, yeah, it wasn't that exciting. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so so that was in that room, and it's pretty much the most isolated room in the whole place. It's in the basement, cinder block walls, well, the whole place is cinder block, but no windows. Even in the daytime, you go in there, it's pitch dark. In fact, I started doing uh, um, like a live video stream, and as I walked into there, I realized, oh, crap, it's dark. This makes for good video. And I talked a little bit about it. And then, of course, realized later that, yeah, there is a light switch on the wall. Oh. <laughs> Dumbass. But um, this is probably where some of the most interesting things came up with the whole the whole trip. Uh, we had a few devices set up in there. And the one was the um, MF1. And that was sort of the star of the show all week, all or the, or the, the time we were there. And we, we had it set up. We have, you know, the K2 beside it and a REM pod beside it and all these things lined up. We, we, we'd set a millimeter in there. At one point, we pulled every device we had that measured EMF. And the only thing that reacted in there with any regularity was the mf1 hmm. and for those who don't know that that's that was an old version of what's now the edi that has all the logging information as far as barometric pressure and stuff like that you can pull a card a memory card out and review changes and all these different environmental things through the course of the of the session this one is a little more basic it's got uh it detects emf temperature and vibration it's got the geophone. That's what they on <laughs> on Ghost Adventures. It's the geophone device. Yes, because I, apparently they don't want to yeah, they, give they, credit. They, they put tape over the MF one and they call it their geophone. Yes, yeah. So hey, the, apparently the blue they lights and the geophone ball. are going off, which are <laughs> the EMF lights. But yeah, that's like saying you know the, the flashlight device. Now it's a yeah <laughs> because they don't want to say right whoever makes the flashlight. I don't know. They like I said they probably. Wouldn't get them to pay to use the name of it, but whatever. But uh, that's what we had. And it went insane <laughs> on three separate occasions. Uh, I think we caught 
all of them on video. One might have just been audio, but at least two of them were on video. One was on a on a, a cassette. So as soon as that the person who did that gets it on gets it digitized, we'll have we'll have that one too. Um, and another one happened while the spirit box was running, so there was a lot of noise. But this thing was just running crazy, just like solid blue for the EMF. And we, we, we set it on this little concrete stoop and you'd like smack your foot beside it and it would barely move. You pretty much had to bump it to get it to go up while it was on full blast. You know, when everything was going on, the, both the EMF and the vibration sensors were just going nuts. And I, I think Steve, you've, you've seen how it lights up blue, you know, just solid blue. Yep. yep. And it would go like for like five seconds and then it was just, it was insane. And then it, it, it kind of gradually worked up to it was at the peak for like 10, 15 seconds. And then it like really rapidly would stop. We'd be like, okay, cool. Thanks. That was really awesome. Uh, we couldn't tie it in with trains, traffic. Um, there were actually some like uh, circuit breaker boxes above, which I don't think had power running to them. The lights actually, the, the conduit for the lights in the room actually went up through the ceiling. Okay. It didn't come from the box right there. So we're kind of thinking maybe that was, you know, th th those were dead. Because we tried plugging into there. What we did, ended up doing was, okay, this is, okay. What we, we tried like eight different, 12 different things to try to debunk it. Couldn't figure out what might be causing this. Um, finally, we set up a camera overnight. And just before we started recording, I finished seeing the last of it because it was like five and a half hours of video there were uh, overnight there were no instances of this happening hmm. so i think we maybe did five sessions there total we had something happen during three of them and it was like the same not exactly the same pattern but the same gradual buildup, intense for a short time dropping down that did not happen when we were not in the room That's so weird. yeah there, there were uh there was like a, a two hour stretch where it would beep every 10 15 seconds i mean it was con it was fairly constant but nothing at all like that other one so that was that was kind of interesting um we actually too thought that we heard some kids singing like whoa, whoa what's this turns out the person that had the the, the video recorder the, the cassette they just put in a brand new cassette and apparently it was kind of like making these squeaking noises mm -hmm. that when you heard them uh, especially like through live listening it sounded like <laughs> like a kid singing it was really creepy until nice. we figured out what it was and then that was far less entertaining but um the, the gymnasium there, we really didn't get anything happening in there because too much noise contamination. Sure. Between your echoing and um, the, the, the the road noise, which wasn't as bad because you were kind of in a basement-ish area, you blocked some of the sound out, it was still tough to get anything in there. So we did spend a lot of time in there. In fact, there were probably more rooms we did not visit than we did. Wow. Yeah, it seemed like we kept going back to the same ones over and over again. Uh, there was one spot. Now, this was on the second floor. There was like a basement and then two floors above it. Uh, the second floor got really hot. 
And even when it wasn't so bad outside, it, because it was holding the heat and it would get stuffy in there and sticky and ugh. Um, that was actually where we, we saw the bat clinging to the ceiling for during our walkthrough. <laughs> like, oh, this will be a fun night. <laughs> um, and, and of course, then it, it turns out we we they tried this experiment where um, everybody split up and in the middle of this session they introduced a really loud noise to sort of see how that amping up of adrenaline might affect activity and yeah i pulled the room with the bat but <laughs> better for worse the room the bat was gone by the time i got there okay. but he was zipping back and forth in the hallway i'm like oh come on man <laughs> and finally he he took off I'm like okay he was he i don't know where he went we didn't see him again after that nice. um but this room this nurse's office in the past when the group was there they would hear footsteps walking by quite a bit and at one point it unnerved somebody so much that they just they just left session and went down to the to the room and they they're the gear room they said okay we're, we're done for the night or for, or for the session they, they sat out the rest wow. so um this is also the room where the psychic said it seems like there's a portal okay so uh, I, I did this session. I just had it on video and I haven't reviewed that. I didn't see anything as I was watching because I was desperately watching the screen. Only the screen, making sure I saw the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was sneaking up on me out of the hallway. <laughs> um, but I, I, I want to review the audio from that, too, and, and see if anything might have come up. Um, I probably should tag it, too, for when the really loud noise came so I don't blast out my ears. But while I was in there, there was another room just like around the corner in the hallway called a special needs room. And I guess that's what it was used for when it was the school and it's set up with, with all kinds of different things. It, it, you know, the really cool thing about this place, so many groups have been in there. They've left things and nobody messes with it. Such as? Uh, there's one room they even leave money. Oh, Okay. I guess they use it as like a trigger object or something. Uh, there are like rooms, like a library full of books, even some older books, some really cool stuff. What was, uh, people leave toys, What games. was the story with the dolls? Oh, my God. I don't know. I'll get to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but in a special needs room, there's a few things there. And uh, Joe was in there. And I'm in the nurse's office. And we knew something was going to happen, but we didn't know what. So we each heard things out in the hallway and thought it was either the other one of us or whatever they were doing to get our adrenaline going. It was them like creeping around in the hallway or something like that. And uh, we talked about it afterwards and we're like, no, I just sat in the room quietly. And the noise making thing was done in a stairwell on the first floor. So whatever we heard out in the hallway together was not one of us. Nice. It was you know some, some, something something really weird. So at the other end of this, that was sort of like in the middle of the building. Um, it, at one end of it is was the doll room, and that used to be a music room. Okay, and which kind of makes sense, you know, you get the instruments, you get the kids all there singing and stuff like that. You need some space for the for that. So it was kind of like two classrooms, and then there was really a third attached onto it as well. It had T-shirts from different groups, and that was kind of neat. You know, it was like 20, 30 of them hanging around on the walls. But uh, I, I, 
if you are a person, oh Steve, you don't, you're not nuts about dolls, are you? Uh, they don't bother me. <laughs> oh no, who? Was, why was I thinking that was your thing? That's yeah, not me either. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Cool. That the glitch in the matrix. They must have changed the program on me. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, there are like, I, I don't know. I, I'm just gonna throw out two hundred dolls. Maybe in these rooms, lots of Raggedy Ann, of course. Sure, and Annabelle. Um, but uh, it it didn't bother me too much. But I I think if you're a person that it does, but ah, Annabelle, there she is. <laughs> yeah, that that plays really well too. Steve just held up an Annabelle doll that I can see, <laughs> uh, or Raggedy Ann. But <laughs> um, but 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 as far as like triggers. It's a great spot if you're going to get anything to interact with you. Uh, again, if like the psychic said, if if all the kid suffers residual, eh, you don't have much control maybe that's over. Not the most, you don't have much control over when and how and where that happens. You know. Yeah, yeah. Now I I did a, a walk through with uh, like the Connect camera, the portable SLS ish type of thing, and I, I got a couple hits. Um, it's possible. It was picking up on a couple chairs or the dolls, some of the dolls themselves. But, you know, it, it, it's hard to tell sometimes. Um, actually, outside of that room, and I tried putting this video up on Facebook, but Facebook's like, uh, no, you can't. It, we're not going to work. Hmm. Um, it was a video of uh, oh, Dean sitting. He had just set down his coffee cup. And I've got the, the SLS on him and he was mapped in and then all of a sudden his mapping disappeared and on the opposite wall in the hallway. So he was like on the right, on the left hand wall, a figure mapped and then for like a second maybe and then shot across the hall right back into his body and disappeared. Hmm. So it was kind of weird. I... I I think using it more regularly would have helped me understand if that was a uh, a glitch or not. It looked pretty cool. Nice. Um, it, yeah, and I didn't have my eyes completely on the screen the whole time, so I, I, I missed the beginning of it and how it was on him and went back off. But uh, in a completely dark environment, those things are dangerous to use because your eyes really, you know, you're, you're holding a tablet, and the light from that really throws off your night vision for okay. sure yep. so yeah that that's that's you got to be really careful <laughs> with those now at the same time that happened um there was a wing that you could like look all the way down this, this long hallway and um the last time that the group was there amanda saw a really really tall shadow figure she was they were like coming up the stairs and she like looked back like what? It was gone. Um, Joe and Michelle in this visit were seeing something. They, they they watched something like going back and forth at the end of the hallway, like it was like coming from the stairwell that they couldn't see. It would like come and kind of block some light out and then move back. Um, somebody said it looked kind of like your classic ghost, like a sheet over somebody's head. Except it was like seven feet tall and black. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Uh, by by the time 
the rest of us kind of made our way down there. It was gone, but they watched it several minutes before, uh, you know, before we came and chased it away. They said they kind of got the feeling like it wanted to come down where we were, but we were like blocking its way. And it was like, just kind of back and forth. Are they still there? And uh, we finally went down, looked around, saw nothing. But uh, so that that was like the, the last night there. That that was a big thing that happened. Uh, boy, I, I'm really. I, I know I'm probably gonna forget. I'm probably forgetting some things. But yeah, I, that that boiler really, room. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. uh, your live that you did, where Michelle scared the shit out of you. Right? The oh my <laughs> god! Because <laughs> that and, was and just fairness a, to her. That was a, just a genuine raw reaction. Ah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was trying to stay away from me. Okay. She knew what I was doing, and she's she was she was running some uh, moving a camera or something like that. Sure. And she's like, oh, I hear him at the top of the steps. I'm going to wait until he moves out of the way. And, you know, it seemed a couple of times I was walking right where she needed to be. So she was kind of standing back and waiting. And uh, that's why I was in that special needs room. Right. And I, and it sounded like I was like, well, I'm going to wrap things up, blah, blah, blah. And she, she's like, oh, good. He's going to be done. And then I started walking into the hall and she's like, oh, crap. So she jumped back to get out of my way. And I just happened to then walk around the corner where she was like, cringing and trying to stay out of the way and scared the bejesus out of me well and then when i was in the doll room too i was doing a live feed with the sls and dean walked up i was up there with amanda and dean walked up and again scared the crap out of me (laughs) so yeah that was and there's lots of little like hidden things in the school where people have written things on walls and then there's chalkboards and stuff like that but a couple little uh, creepy there's just one I should have probably asked what the story was behind it, but it was a creepy looking. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like some kind of doll somebody built and it's out in the hallway and it's just, it's really creepy. Like if you didn't know it was there, you would probably pee your pants. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. It's like kind of to look creepy. It's not like it was like one of those old fashioned ones. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. It's, it's built. It's, it's, it was built by, you know, Charmin. You guys to, fo- <laughs> focused on it on one of your lives, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's pretty crazy. And there's like a stuffed, uh, like a wolf or coyote or something. And then there's one room that I, uh, some, like a karate studio or something was using for practice. And there's one of those like dummies, like the, uh, yes. like a, like a torso of a man on a big stick. Mm-hmm. That you're supposed to like kick and punch and stuff. And um, yeah, you walk around the corner and hey, there's a guy. <laughs> It'll get you. Uh, but like we we tried like the principal's office there and didn't get much of anything. Uh, the, yeah, the, the, the cafeteria. We, we, we had some mixed results with like the flashlights in different areas. You know, I, I've never really been totally sold on those reliably. But I have seen some pretty cool stuff happen with them. But, um, you know, first chance to take the REM pod out in the wild, and it really didn't do anything except beep for the temperature a couple times. That's typical of the REM pod. I, I mean, you've you've probably used, at least been around them or used them, you know. Yeah. If, if your REM pod goes off, it's a pretty big deal because yeah. those things rarely, <laughs> if ever, will, will, will get a hit. 
which is why yeah. it's one of my favorite tools because when it does go off, it's like, uh-oh, what's it, going on? Sure, it's noise. You don't have to have it within sight range. You can put it around the corner, down the hallway, and if you hear yeah. nothing going off, you know something's walking past it. Yep. Yeah, so we, we, we really didn't have any solid results from that. But, you know, tons of audio. Ton, you know, we were there for two days. Uh, more audio and video than you can even try to go through <laughs> so there's, there's plenty of stuff i mean the, the building's really cool um uh, it it's like i said it was featured on ghost brothers they they were there apparently they were there for like nine days filming no kidding wow yeah yeah but i guess you know a lot of the the, the like pre-productions or the um say the dramatization things if they do anything like that but uh yeah so that was that was the, I'm trying to think if there's anything significant. There's a Dollar General right next door. So if you do need anything, it's really easy nice. to run over there. And go, or you just want to like get into the really super cold air conditioning for for 20 minutes. <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. And was that like uh, a 24-hour one? or? No. No, okay. they close at 10. So you got to get to... We, we, we like cooked out one day. They nice. brought some like hamburgers and hot dogs and set that up. So I mean, it, it was it was a nice time. It was a good visit. It was you know fun hanging out with everybody I hadn't seen in a while, and a, a really cool building. Cool. Nice. So you know, I I remember um, Midwest Ghost Society had gone there for an investigation, and mm-hmm. uh, back in those days they would uh, you know all the team equipment that got handed out they would collect it all and then they would offload it and then send it out and mm. everyone on the team would review data whether you're at the investigation or not you know yeah so so i had multiple live listening and other audio files to listen to and the one thing i remember about the place you know i don't other than seeing it in your video and stuff i didn't really know the lay of the land and and i still don't but the one common theme in every recording that i listen to is a ton of cars driving by you know yeah and uh you know even when i think you guys were maybe maybe doing lives when you first got there or recording something i could see that there was a street right there and another street right there and just you know yeah but you know yeah it was right there it's it's just something that you know is there and you just have to work around a little bit i mean just like kind of we have roads on two sides of the building and you know when you hear a motorcycle drive by you just tag it and move on you know <laughs> <laughs> well like ferrara is like set way off the middle road of nowhere yeah yeah first of all it's in the middle of nowhere yeah second of all <laughs> it's way off the road in the middle of nowhere right right so that really helps with the sound contamination sure uh th- this place yeah you, you it's you've got to do a lot of devices uh, there are places you can get audio but um yeah you're you're REM pods and um, EMF detectors, you know, whatever, whatever you might have. That's really where you're, that, that's where it's going to be your gravy. Sure. Right there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else notable about, I mean, I could talk about it for days, but I'm thinking what else to really uh, bring up here. Um, it's, like I said it, it it was a lot bigger than I expected it to be. Okay. Uh, but yet, because of all the 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 subway tile and brick and things like that and the hard floors, sound travels really well. Gotcha. So even you know two floors apart and down the hallway, you're still getting contamination. Did did you see or, or feel any parallels between that place and Ferrar? 
Because watching the video of you guys walking around, it's kind of like, oh, that that kind of looks like, you know, parts of Ferrari, you know, or this kind of... I mean, you know, to some degree, the schools are going to be the schools. Ferrari had a lot of uh, carpeted areas. Okay. Um, This was all hard floors. Gotcha. Which, you know... schools are, you know. Right. So, So, that sort of made me... You know, think more about with, with the echoing and the sound and all that. But when when you said though, when you said about feeling, I actually before the the first time when the uh, uh, rem or the the the, the MF one started going off in that dry goods room, I, I was down there with uh, Dean. He was saying he was feeling something like on his legs. Like a, like a cat brushed up against his leg, something like that. Hmm. So we looked, no rats. Okay, good. Um, it's always nice to check <laughs> first. <laughs> and, and he said something like, I'm still feeling kind of, I see, I'm feeling energy. And as he said that, I started feeling on the top of my head. I, I think that's getting to be my thing now. Uh, like, like something was like touching my hair almost. Not like my hair is standing up on end, but actually like something is touching my hair. And I got a ringing in my ears. Uh, it's like sort of a, a, I don't know, like when you've had way too many potato chips. I don't know. Uh, it was just this w- weird ringing sensation. Hmm. And I said, about you. It, maybe, maybe it was the ghost because um, I, I made a note of that. I said, I'm feeling these things right now. And within, I mean, it was like within a minute, the devices started going off. Oh, well, so I'm wondering if I'm starting to develop my spider sense. You know, it, it, it's a matter of acknowledging when you when you've noticed something, acknowledging it and not just brushing it off. Because how many times like, I guess somebody said that something just like really amazing happened to them. And I can't remember what it was. But then within like by the next day, they're like, well, maybe it was just really this. Maybe just really that there's that. You really want to dismiss it and think, yeah, it, I, that couldn't have really happened. That must, I must have been thinking of something else. Must, have. but um, it, it's being present in that moment and saying, okay, maybe something is happening right now, and this is the way I'm feeling it. That, that's so a good, I, I, I tried to be more in tune with that as, as the visit went on. Kind of a good segue into leading into what I was going to ask is that how much oil did it take to get the Tin Man back into action? Like, did did you feel like you were rusty a bit, or <laughs> you know, it was great to be there with people that I knew um, because you know any rustiness I could just follow along with them and get pulled along for the ride. Sure, um, I. <laughs> The day before I left, I brought everything downstairs and lined it up in front of the the stairs in the living room. And Sherry looked at me. She said, I'm not trying to be critical about this, but do you really need all that stuff? And I thought, you know what? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I, I think I do. And uh, I used just about everything I took. Good. Awesome. Good. Yeah, just about everything. But I mean, it, it was kind of a a chore sometimes i did discover i really need to i don't know if you remember steve i got that shoulder mount uh camera holder yeah yeah it was toward i didn't use it very much okay uh but i really need to use that with the sls 
Oh, yeah. Because it's it got heavy fast. Because I have, like, extra battery packs on it to sure. power the tablet, too. Because uh, that... The, the battery for the Kinect will run for hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. But the tablet by itself, it, it powers down in 20 minutes, I guess, because it's churning all of that data. Gotcha. From the, from the sensor. And it just... it And then the screen's on. it It's gone. <laughs> so I got another battery pack to run that and, and you know you just keep adding stuff on and all of a sudden oh it's getting heavy <laughs> you, you need that uh that waste uh, uh that waste attached uh gimbal yeah device that counterbalances everything and makes it nice and light for you yeah well maybe, maybe that'll be christmas <laughs> but yeah i i you know we we've been going through what did we do oh we had that event a couple weeks ago mm-hmm and so, you know, I got all the equipment out and dusted off and played around with it a little bit and remembered what I had. So when I was getting stuff ready for this, you know, it was another chance to run through everything, play with it again, make sure I could remember how to turn it on and off and the batteries. So, yeah, by the time I got in there, I, I was I was actually feeling better than I thought I was going to be. Good. It's kind of like riding a bike. Yeah, because uh, yeah, when, you're, when you're with the public, you know, sometimes you can kind of bury some <laughs> inadequacies. But when you're around your peers that have been doing it for a long time, you know, it's kind of like you don't want to be like the guy, you know, the little kid. Like, I don't remember how to do this. Um, I have no problem with admitting that. Sure. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> well, but it, it is an entirely different skill set, though, like you said, when you're doing it in the public. Because um, you've not only got to be familiar with what you've got and how it works and what its shortcomings are and what its strengths are, but you've also got to keep people entertained while you're doing it. Yeah. Right. And sort of keeping an eye on them and see who you're losing, see who you're drawing in, um, figure out what's working and what you really need to turn off and put away because it's boring people. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a lot different to do that. And, and I think actually, or I did feel, that's why I did feel more comfortable because it's like, I'm doing this for me. Good. Yep. I just don't want to get in their way you know, as long as that's not happening. So yeah, it went really well. I was, I was pleased. And like I said, it was good to be back there with, with people I knew. And, uh, they, they, they kind of showed me the ropes in the beginning too. So mm-hmm. that was <laughs> my, my mentors. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of so like it, it was a good time really cool place uh but again i would suggest going in the fall or the spring sure it'd be a lot more comfortable <laughs> but <laughs> more but comfortable again as he's, bat. well yeah it was just really the one but i think they did see the bat in the in the cafeteria too at times um but uh you know again anybody who's interested in going uh really make sure you ask a lot of questions before going in if you are interested in maybe taking a shower halfway through or um you know, which rooms are going to be the, ba- the the bedrooms and things like that and i'll tell you something else too this place is massive it costs a lot to keep it up there this constantly in a state of repairs i keep thinking about conover square when i'm there yeah I'm thinking Daryl and Lou could probably they're, they're like brothers from another mother. Kinship, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, they are just anything they can do to keep this place running. They do a lot of fundraisers and events for the place too. 
and he really keeps it open to the community. Uh, so events, shows, um, all kinds of different things go on for the community there. He even said when bad storms are coming, he unlocks the doors. And because there's some, some folks, uh, the, there's a couple trailer parks around there. And he, so those folks then can come in and have a safe place to wait out the storm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cool. super guy. Really nice guy. And and he went to this school. His kids went to this school. Wow. And he's doing everything he can to keep it open. Uh, and, and, and if it's by having ghost tours, he's going to have ghost tours all the time. Or, or, or ghost ghost groups. If, if it was... You know, a matter of letting coyotes walk through the hallways for nature people to watch. He would do that. Okay. It doesn't matter <laughs> what it would be. Whatever it takes to keep this school open, he's going to do it. And uh, he wants to give back to the community just like he's, you know, he, they, they, they've supported him. So, uh, really cool guy. Really cool place. Well, what does an investigation there cost, Mike? Uh, it, it depends on the size. Um, I know because it's one of these deals where it's like, you know, so much for the group. Right. Um, offhand, I, I know that there were six of us and we paid 150 each. Wow. Okay. For two days. Well, two days. And yeah, get, so you know, 75 a night. Yeah. yeah. You, you, get a, you get a bed for two nights and we, we even got a shower. So <laughs> pretty decent. You know, when. when Yep. Yeah, when you look at at the big picture, that that's not too bad. Um, so so, I, so I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna just doing the quick math. That's about you know. Well, I had it on the tip of my tongue, and then I lost it. Nine hundred dollars <laughs> for two nights, so four hundred and fifty <laughs> per night. You know, like a if there is like a group fee, and then you divide it up amongst the people, it, it roughly yeah, just just under five hundred a night or so. You know. So yeah, and, and there was a all. deposit, you know, required so many days ahead and stuff like sure. that. But, sure. Uh, but it, it's it's truly it, it's truly an experience. Did you get a pulse cool. on if they're getting ahead of the uh, the dilapidation? You know, like are are they gaining any ground on it? You know, it's it's as soon as they patch up two things, two more come yeah. up. Um, you know, there were a couple rooms where they, there were some buckets collecting water, but then there were also some rooms where they just put in fresh tile and uh, just redid the ceiling. Okay. So, you know, it's it's constant chasing. Yeah, like patchwork. So, kinda. It sounds like kind of yep. without the fresh tile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something uh, like that. Sure. Something like that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's... You know, the, the, the tagline is when you leave, you believe. So, okay, nice. cool. you know, that's uh, something's going to happen. You know, if you're there for two days right. and nothing happens, you're probably not paying attention. <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course, the size of the groups, it, it would be hard to go with a group smaller than that because the cost starts getting a little prohibitive. Yeah. But, um, you know, if it's not something you're going to do every weekend, but for, you know, special one every once in a while, it, it was, uh, it, it was, it was worth it. It was pretty cool. Great. Yeah. Near Dayton, if anybody's interested in that. Oh, and I actually, I thought this would never happen, but I actually got 5G service there. Cool. Wow. I thought that my phone would go its entire life cycle without ever getting 5G because around me. 
<laughs> we got some spots with no service. Sure. Um, yeah, but yeah, it feels like 2G sometimes, you know? <laughs> I, true. I, I get like 1X sometimes. It's, right, right. Yeah, it's, there's like barely service at all. But uh, yeah, I, the ones, a couple of the streams I did were 5G. I'm like, oh, how about wow. that? You know, there, there's Wi-Fi through the building too. So, um, you know, he gives you the password for that once you get in there. So that's kind of cool too. So if you want to do some experiments that require an internet access, you can do that too. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very good experience. Good time. It sounds like they're definitely, warm. they're definitely paranormal team minded. You know, they understand that you kind of need a reprieve from it. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody too, there's like, uh, you can like write your name on the, on bricks in there, you know, your name and your team and stuff like that. So, and, and I think I mentioned before, a lot of the rooms have the chalkboards and things like that. People put their, their teams up there, maybe do little lessons. You know, Jimmy and Sally go to the beach with five balls and then they find two more. How many do they have left? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, little, little things like that. But it, 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 it's fun. It's fun. Good place and decent activity. Just got to, you know, be aware of some of the shortcomings sometimes in different spots, but certainly none of the energy like you guys are feeling. Nothing like that at all. You know, there's something to be said for both types. That, that It's just that that was unique and new for us, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. We're, we're, we have a lot of experience and, you know, feel more comfortable in places like you were at, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, that again. That's yeah. That's what the experiences have been. But yeah, some of these heavy hitters that that can be a lot to take in. Yeah. Especially if you're a person who's kind of sensitive. Like it sounds like you know maybe like with Alan. whether that or not that was Alan's situation. But I don't know. It, he hasn't really ever said anything about. I'm picking up on this in here, okay. or this is what's going on in here. I can tell by my senses, but. <laughs> you know maybe maybe he was just yeah maybe in that place he was sensitive to something you know could be well i imagine you guys probably still have a lot of review to do correct yeah you and we actually started to do okay. some last night but uh we got a long way to go yeah i hear you so same here so i think maybe what we'll say you know as we move through we'll post stuff sure uh if we find anything I'm going to clip go the. Uh, I'm going to clip the audio and video of the noise that we heard on the bars, because that's nice. That that's the easiest one to find, and that was pretty uh pretty astounding. <laughs> yeah, that that's. It, it's nice when you have somewhere to go. Yes, it's like, hey, I remember this happening. Let's start there. <laughs> I told Josiah, you know, when we're if when something like that happens, I speed right back to that audio video and <laughs> woo, I'm gonna clip it and I listen to the whole thing, whatever, whatever. When you're on an investigation where nothing happens, it's like, yeah, I gotta listen to this at some point, you know. Gotta listen to all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. I, I would when I do an, a tour, a con over on a Saturday night. I'd get up Sunday morning before the store opened. And try to isolate something and get it posted up nice. even before going yep. in on Sunday to the yep. store. I know that's exciting. I, I need to get back to transferring files to my phone and just listening to them, you know, uh, with the noise canceling wireless earbuds while I'm working, you know, and multitask. Um, 
it's a lot nicer to sit with the computer in front of you and watch the waveform on audacity or some other program just to identify things easier but uh, it's what i have time for i have time at work i'm a captive audience i can just throw it on and listen i try to do it at work but you know, the, when I'm in therapy with somebody, it really gets annoying for them. Apparently, <laughs> you cause more. I mean, issues. I have no problem you with cause it. More but, you issues know, than you fix. You know, <laughs> get the eye rolls. I'm like, but no, listen to this. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, guys, this has been pretty cool. Thanks I for agree. for sharing. This Thank is good. You. Oh yes, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, so um, yeah, it'd be cool if we could in the future coincide two major investigations in the same weekend and then meet up and you know, yeah, collaborate on it. You know, tell, tell or we find somewhere to go somewhere together. like this halfway through and we could yes. go together. Heck yeah. Or when you go on your bucket list road trip, you know, we'll, yeah. Hey, we are going to go to Felisca. Okay. Yes. That, that's 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 the one. At least. Okay, we've got to do Velisca. Yep. And we'll see if we really do get scared enough to make us pee ourselves. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> I'm not talking about tonight. Sorry. Okay. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks again. This was this was really cool. I, I really enjoyed hearing about what you guys experienced and... Um, yeah, well, like I said, we'll have to do it again sometime. Sounds okay. good. So, everybody, keep an eye out for us posting whatever it is we find. Uh, you can start on paranormal1.com or the Facebook page. Uh, also, Bartell and Henson Paranormal on Facebook, Rock River Area Paranormal Society on Facebook, and of course, the flagship, the old. The Old Gray Lady. Uh, I don't know where that's coming from. Uh, ConoverGhosts.com. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can catch us at... I'm watching... You, you said about watching the waveforms, Steve. I'm, I'm like watching the waveforms as I'm talking, getting mesmerized by it. I think it's time for bed. Um, but if you want to reach out to us, uh, you can try Peril1Contact at gmail.com or if you've got a really awesome experience uh, if you know of a place or you've got a group that's really done some neat stuff you can reach out to be on the podcast on air with us uh, give us send us a message at peril1booking at gmail.com all those paranormal one peril one things it's the number one not O-N-E, just the number one. And no number sign, because that would be dumb. Just one. And one and done. Ooh. Got okay, we we're on to something there, maybe. Or maybe I'm just tired. <laughs> we, we, we were getting punchy the one night, and there was something about bats with lasers that I just couldn't let go. And... Uh, it was, I think it was time for bed. But, well, again, thank you guys. This has been a, been a joy, been a treat. And uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Look forward to it. 
Sounds good. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you hanging in there with us, especially after all of this. But uh, hopefully you are entertained by hearing about our adventures. So like we said, you can rewind about two minutes and see how to share yours with us. So until next time, we will see you in the dark. dark.